the last episode, we saw how Philip made up his mind to be obedient to the Lord and to his leading, no matter what. He didn't concern himself with the world's concept of success, but chose instead to do whatever the Lord called him to do. There were times when that put Philip in the spotlight. But there were other times when the leading of the Lord would leave him in obscurity. But none of this mattered to Philip. As long as he was where God wanted him to be, when God wanted him to be there. And in the life of Philip, we see that God has a place and a time for everything. We read in Acts chapter 8, verses 27 to 29, the following. And he arose and went. And there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning, seated in his chariot, and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join this chariot. In this episode, we want to take a look at God's timing and how we need to be sensitive as his servants to where God wants us to be when he wants us to be there. While Philip was ministering in Samaria, the Lord spoke to him and told him to leave the revival that was taking place there to go to the desert. Now, initially, God didn't make the details of this uh, trip clear to Philip. But we can be sure that it would have been easy for uh, the deacon to question God in this matter. He was in the midst of a great revival and, and people were coming to know the Lord. It, it didn't make sense for him, humanly speaking, to, to leave at this time. There was still so much work that needed to be done as, as they followed up and continued to see people coming to know the Lord. But as Philip was considering this call of the Lord on his life to leave the revival and to go into the desert, at that very moment, an Ethiopian was preparing to leave for home, and he was on his route across the desert uh, at that time. Well, I don't pretend to understand the, the ways of the Lord, what would have happened had Philip lingered too long in Samaria? What would have happened had he said, God, I'm busy right now, but I'll go in a couple of days when things have settled down? Well, I know that God is able to orchestrate events so that I'm where I need to be at the right time. And, and I know that if Philip had hesitated, God could have also delayed the Ethiopian as well. But I also know that there are times when my delaying and my lingering means missing the opportunities that God gives to me. Had I not hesitated and lingered too long in indecisiveness, my life could have been very different. 
God puts us in places at the right time for a reason. In Philip's case, God told him when and where he was to go. But in other cases, we just find ourselves in circumstances without any awareness that God has has put us there for a specific reason. Consider, for example, the case of Esther. She was living in exile when one day some men came to her place, the place where she was living, and and took her away from her uncle where she was uh, boarding. They, they, They brought her to the palace where they forced her to join the king's harem with the other concubines. And while they're in the palace of the king of Persia, a great persecution began to arise against her people. And Esther, of course, was grieved, and it just seemed to add to her her burden as, as she considered what was taking place. But it wasn't until her uncle Mordecai sent her a message that she began to understand things in a totally new way. That day, her uncle sent her a message saying this, Do not think to yourself that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Notice that Esther's uncle Mordecai truly believed that God had a purpose. And while he may not have understood why his niece had been taken away from him at first, as things began to unfold and the pieces began to fall into place, all of a sudden things began to make sense. He believed then that Esther was taken from him by God so that she could be in the place of influence in the king's palace at the right time. He believed that Esther was exactly where God wanted him, her to be when he wanted her to be there. Esther had not likely understood this, but God had a purpose. And it wasn't until her uncle spoke to her about this that she too began to come to an understanding of that purpose. Esther was where God wanted her to be at the right time. But it was going to take courage if she was going to realize what God's purpose was for her. And this would mean facing the king and and making her requests known. And, and, And it would take great wisdom and a great powerful work of God to make this happen. But if she was willing, God was able and God had placed her in the right place at the right time for the right work. A similar thing took place many years prior to this event that took place in Persia in the life of Esther. A young man by the name of Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, and they did so out of hatred and envy and bitterness toward him. 
And there in Egypt, as a servant, he served Potiphar, uh, but because of a misunderstanding, was thrown into prison. But in prison, he distinguished himself and became a, a well-known leader. Eventually, he, this led to the interpretation of, of one of Pharaoh's dreams and, and a promotion that placed him second in command in all of Egypt. And when a great famine came to Israel and Egypt, Joseph was used by God to save both nations. And looking back over his life at the death of his, his father, Joseph would say this to his brothers. As for you, said Joseph, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. And as Joseph looked back at his life, he realized that God had planned this all along. Unknown to Joseph, God sent him ahead to provide for his people and to spare them from death in a time of great famine. God's timing was perfect. And at the right time, Joseph was in the right position to help his people. 2 Samuel chapter 5 speaks of a battle that took place between David and the Philistines. And while the Philistines attacked, they, they spread out over the valley of Rephim. And David, as he saw this, this great mass of people, went to the Lord to inquire of the Lord what he should do. Listen to the words of God to David that day as recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 23 to 25. This is what the Lord said. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, You shall not go up. Go around to their rear and come against them opposite the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then rouse yourself, for then the Lord has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as the Lord commanded and struck down the Philistines from Geber to Gezer. What's striking here in this passage is that the Lord not only told David what to do, but when he was to do it, David was to go around behind to the rear of the Philistine army. And he was to go to a very specific location opposite the balsam trees. And he was to wait there for a very specific moment when he heard the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees. And only then was David to attack. We're left to wonder what would have happened had David not waited for the right moment, had he not waited for the sound of the marching on the balsam trees to, to attack. What would have been the result? It would certainly not have been the same. But God had a place for David by the balsam trees. He had a time for David when he heard the sound of marching. And only then, as David listened, could he know the victory of the Lord. God had a particular place and time for Philip. 
He wanted him in the desert at a particular time to meet a particular chariot that was heading to Ethiopia. And when Philip dropped everything and went, he experienced the incredible timing and the incredible blessing of seeing God's purpose fulfilled. That Ethiopian, when he arrived, was reading a portion of Scripture. And as he read that portion of Scripture, he was confused about what it meant. And as Philip approached, the Ethiopian was questioning what this passage was all about. And, and Philip was able to ask him if he understood. And, and the Ethiopian invited him into the chariot. And Philip had an opportunity to explain the word of God to him. And the Ethiopian understood it for the very first time and came to know the Lord as a result. God has a place and a time for us in ministry. What, what happens, however, when we linger longer than, than God intends? Well, I think one of the things that happens is that we miss the opportunities that God is presenting to us. Listen to the words of God in Ezekiel chapter 3 and verse 18. Here's what God said. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you Give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked ways in order to save his life. That wicked person shall die for his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hands. God, speaking to Ezekiel, says this. I am calling you to go and to warn the wicked and to turn them from their wickedness so they will not die. God went on to tell them, that, to tell the prophet that if he did not warn these people about their wickedness, they would in fact die and their blood would be on his head. By speaking the word of God at his time to the right people, Ezekiel would literally save some from death. But by refusing to go or by lingering too long, he guaranteed their death. The prophet had to be sensitive to the word of God and to the leading of the Lord and to the timing of the Lord. And by refusing to speak, Ezekiel would miss out on an opportunity to save a life. You see, we too, just like Ezekiel, can miss out on these kind of blessings if we do not walk in the leading of the Lord and step out boldly when he leads that Ethiopian can pass us by. That wicked person can continue in their sin and end up dying because of their sin, because we have not stepped out in God's timing and in God's purpose and in God's leading. There's something else we need to understand here as we are sensitive to the leading and to the timing of the Lord in our lives. When Philip left Samaria to go to the desert, he experienced the, the leading and the empowering of the Lord in a very special way. And you can be sure that that experience deepened his faith and his walk with God. When, when Esther accepted that God had placed her in 
her position for a reason, she too began to experience the empowering of God as she had never experienced before. Her life was transformed by that event, and she moved from being a an unknown Israelite exile to, to being a Persian queen and a Persian leader who would rescue her people. The incredible power of God that was demonstrated. And as we obey and as we step out in God's leading, God blesses, and we experience growth and experiences in the Lord as we are obedient that that increase our faith and stretch us in our walk with God. We will never experience our potential in Christ until where we are until we are where God wants us to be, doing what God wants us to do, when he wants us to do it. This incredible intimacy and this incredible leading of the Lord at the right time to the right place builds us up in our faith as we experience this power of God and this timing of God and this leading of God. God calls us to go in his timing to minister to people in their need. He knows exactly what they need when they need it. That Ethiopian was reading a confusing passage of scripture when Philip showed up beside his chariot in the middle of a desert. God's timing in the life of this Ethiopian was impeccable. Just when he needed an answer, God brought the right person to his side. Just when you need a word of encouragement, the phone rings. Just when you don't know how you're going to pay your bills, an envelope comes in the mail. And behind all of this are people who are sensitive to the leading and timing of the Lord. They are the instruments of God in in a particular need at a particular time in a very special way. They don't always know the details, but they're sensitive enough to be God's instrument and to follow his leading. Philip knew that leading of the Lord and found himself where God wanted him to be when God wanted him to be there. The question that we need to ask ourselves is this, will we recognize that God places us in certain places at certain times for certain reasons? Will you be an instrument in his hand? Will you open your eyes to see that this is the timing of the Lord? This is the place the Lord has appointed. Will you allow him to take you sometimes out of the spotlight, put you in the desert for a reason to minister and to care for? one of his servants. Will you drop everything and run like Philip without hesitation, without lingering to where God has you to go so that you can experience the incredible blessing of being his instrument at his time for his purpose.